What's going on, everybody? It's me, Asad Hashmali, back after a very, very long hiatus, and with another episode of Behind the Grind. And this time, we have Hashim Ali, not Asad Hashmali, Hashim Ali, with us. I had to crack the joke, sorry, but I was uh, thinking the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So, episode number thirty-one, we're starting off with, and hopefully, this is going to lead to a series of more conversations around um, the world of startups in Pakistan. We know what's happening um, all around us. We hear the news of how the economy is just flipping over, not just in Pakistan but world over. And seeing how startups are performing right now is very interesting. It's very interesting to see how their their businesses are. Some are thriving, some are surviving, and some are actually challenging the status quo and pushing mm-hmm. against all odds. So, Hashim, first off, thank you for coming on. Pleasure is all mine. So, Hashim, I went through your uh, LinkedIn profile, and I was quite amazed to see is that. You're not just Moavin is a fintech startup, but you yourself have been working in the finance space in the fintech space mm-hmm. for quite a while with Finja, and you also teach a course around fintech. Yes. At Lums. Yes, that is a personal passion that I continue to follow. So before we get into everything, how did that come up? So there were two reasons for it. First and foremost was a family reason. Okay. I my dad's been at Lums for ages. He's part of the original faculty members, and Lums was a home. It was where I grew up, so I always wanted to come back. It was always something that I thought that I could, I had to do something to help Lums grow and evolve, and just had to be part of that story. Mm-hmm. When I came back to Pakistan post my masters, uh, and we were looking to find people like-minded students, people who we could bring on board, who were excited about what's happening, who knew what's happening in the world, we I could see that. There was this barrier that just students weren't being accustomed to or acclimatized to what's happening outside of Pakistan. That was always one of our core strengths. That the Pakistanis used to look abroad. We would pick up ideas, and he would try to synthesize that back to Pakistan. And that's how I thought we should be developing. Mm-hmm. So there was that one thing, that one course that was missing. I was a Lums ACF major myself, so I knew that story. I knew what those student mentality or psyche was like. So he said, "Brilliant." I designed the course. It was designed a very basic generic course. Mm-hmm. How do I get students just to get excited about the world of, as you said, startups, new ideas? Mm-hmm. Take them to the entire gamut of banking and finance. So again, it had to be a finance course. It's, it is a finance course, and then try to just get them excited about what new concepts they could maybe think of, and then to put them off the not so beaten track of I don't need to go work at Unilever or banking or. Show them a new path, basically. But if the new path is either become a founder or go work for a startup, take that risk as well, mm-hmm. and then understand what value you could bring to the table just by the very fact that ideas at this point can be monetized. Mm-hmm. If you have something unique, creative, there is some company out there, some startup out there, or some way, shape, or form that you could bring that to the table, and that will over time create impact where impact might not exist. And mm-hmm. when we say I. We tend to take a very pessimistic view of Pakistan. Yeah. It's just that being in touch with those younger students who are just entering the workforce yeah. that does help keep me at least excited as well. And that constant source of information, be it employees, be it whatever, that it just warms my heart knowing that I played some part in some small Brought the part. Seed. Yes. Yeah. In that ecosystem. Awesome, cool. So, when did you start this course? So, this course was started, I believe, in 2018. And still going so on. Yes, it's still going on. All right. Yes. So, more case studies, more references. More case studies, more references, more students to hire, more students to offer to other startups as well. Nice. More information points to gather more from. So, yeah. I can always say, "Oh no, I, I taught you. Yeah. What's? Yeah. How is that startup doing? <laughs> Great. Awesome. So cool, maybe cool. it's my network of spies. Yeah. That's a good way of seeing it. Shit, <laughs> awesome. Okay, so so tell me a little bit about. Uh, let's start off with Moavin. Tell me a little bit about that. I don't want to mess anything up. I get the business model, but I want to hear from you. Brilliant. So, I'll just take a small step back, and the way that we were looking at Pakistan since the last few years has always been financial inclusion. We need people to come in. Everybody does not have a bank account. Brilliant. Let's. Financially include them. That term itself was is very amorphous. It doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. Mm-hmm. And my problem with that was, it's not enough to just give people tools to somehow become financially. It, you have to show them how being within the system 
is better for them and their lives and their bottom line. Eventually, if it helps us, it increases our, be it daily satisfaction, it makes my life easier, I will use whatever service. Same thing happened with ride hailing, same thing happened with whatever new startup vertical that you would pick up. You just have to show that it helps your user improve his or her life. That's It is as simple as that. So when we looked at banking as a whole, the simplest idea was, okay, if I give you credit, if I trust somebody and understand what situation they're in, and if I help them improve their financial position, that guy will understand the value of my service. He will have a more warmer appreciation of my product as well. And he will over time keep on coming again and again. Mm -hmm. So that's essentially the genesis point of Moavin was supposed to be. So Moavin is designed as a B2B, business to business, buy now, pay later solution. We do working capital finance for the micro, small and medium enterprises, Pakistan, mm -hmm. which is 98% of all of our businesses. Yeah. So Pakistan is run by our SMEs. These are people who are the forgotten majority. Mm -hmm. They are left out of most of, these, most of our discussions, but we were truly created to solve their problem. So we mm -hmm. look at it from an ecosystem perspective where we will play that small role of adding credit, trusting their, these people who are running their businesses, who are corporate entities through and through. Mm -hmm. Your corner store, your Uber driver, your farmer, your small factory owner, all of these guys are smart businessmen. Yeah. It's just trusting them and understanding what they need in designing your products and services for them. So that's just our approach in a nutshell. Who else is in this space right now? So the space itself, you could argue everybody from banks all the way down to us, mm -hmm. somebody in this space in some way, shape or form. Yeah. But to look at it from an, a purely holistic ecosystem perspective where you understand who you're trying to target and build for. Yeah. And whether you're looking at your products as a value additive solution rather uh -huh. than just say, here, take credit, fulfill whatever need you want. Mm -hmm. That we do believe is a fairly free space right now in Pakistan. The other fintechs, the, the startups that are doing very well uh -huh. and all power to them. I uh -huh. always say we would need 10 or 20 more, frankly, within yeah. this space to truly create long-term impact. Mm -hmm. We've let the banks do this stuff for a very long time. Yeah. It's high time that we push back. But at this point, it's truly, we are trying to just show people that this is a worthwhile space to enter mm -hmm. because it is unregulated, it's unstructured. It is difficult to understand. There are so many ways to cut MSMEs into different slices. Mm -hmm. So your products never really look the same. Mm -hmm. So then you're creating multiple different product teams, you're mm -hmm. different, multiple different ways to solve those problems. Mm -hmm. So it's a difficult ask to do, mm -hmm. but thankfully Moavin has been doing it fairly well, Allah Shukra, for the last two years. So tell me about that. Like what, what results have you seen so far? So there's unique stories that we could share. Mm -hmm. We, at this point, are in 11 cities. Okay. We are in ride hailing, logistics, agri, retail. Mm -hmm. We're going into e-commerce as well. Mm -hmm. We have essentially two platforms. We lend to customers through our own brand, where it is Moavin, our app, our Ooh. ecosystem, our marketing, our entire relationship with the customer. But at the same time, what we always wanted to do was to explain to the market that you go further by partnering with more people, that we mm -hmm. do not need to compete. Our market is huge. Mm -hmm. We will add more value by working together. So that's what we call our embedded lending platform, where we actually allow people to exist on top of us. Okay. So if you think that you have a startup that could do very well, that is growing, but the, by adding credit to your borrowers or to your, that's to your users, it will make their customer journey easier. Mm -hmm. That is where Moabin would, would love to work with you. Mm -hmm. So there it's your brand, your platform, your ecosystem, but where you need to add credit, you just hit our system. It's completely digital and you can then provide your users with credit as well. So there your user will still now know you. Mm -hmm. He's not talking to Moabin, mm -hmm. but the entire lending ecosystem is through Moabin. becomes healthier and, yeah. and grows. Huh. So your use cases get healthier because again, Ooh. your ability to generate more consumer loyalty goes up brilliant that's your kpis get better mm -hmm. that's why our partners continue to work with us mm -hmm. we're very proud of the fact that we were the first ones to offer fuel financing for the ride hailing mm -hmm. companies mm -hmm. none of them really uh were looking after them 
that's a massive economy vertical koi kisi ko nahi poochta tha by the end of the day unka masla kya tha why would they start to reject credit ki rights why would they ask we all have had those messages yeah. sir right cash ki credit kiya kis bechare ke paas petrol nahi hai kya kare then their platforms will pay them in two weeks three weeks yeah recovery ke time lag jata hai exactly yeah so if you have money or so if you have cash or on hand brilliant mm-hmm. but if you have fuel in your car you're driving and you're earning more so if i can provide that guy with fuel at that point in time i have helped him earn more i've helped him be happier i've helped him hit his own professional bonus targets with whatever platform he or me right. he or she might belong to so overall again that's the impact that we would like to create so it's been two years of non-stop uh grind on this main problem say so yeah so two years right yeah. and um 11 cities is there like some for the i'm sure for each of these individual products that you have there's different how do you say this like you know for ride hailing you're working with individual captains drivers yes. right so mm-hmm. it's a different way of measuring the volume for Bilkul. farmers different way of measuring the volume so across these could you share some like you know volume of partners or volume of you know users of moavin so all ride hailing companies most of the ride hailing companies are either in talks with us or already are and this is board. directly with those companies rather than so, their captains so that's the main approach here is when you are trying to build credit in an ecosystem where credit does not exist yeah you're trying to look for ways to validate or underwrite your process yeah because all lending is driven on some underwriting data which yeah. allows you to take a better decision on whether to lend to you yeah if you talk to a bank they'll say fine give me your bank statements give me your um, balance sheet income statement cash flow statement i will build a prospective right. performance statement on you and figure out okay i'm giving you a loan for 3 years fine this is what you're worth mm-hmm. fine that's the underwriting data that they would use in our current unbanked market that data doesn't really exist yeah. how can i ask a ride hailing captain to give me what anything yeah ab dukandar ke liye it's easier but it's dukandar not like it's, it's yeah. very difficult as well because what does yeah vias is inventory can yeah. i send you a picture would you trust that yeah. godam mein kitna hai dukan mein kitna hai okay yeah, so maybe you, it's not visible to you point yeah or again do you think okay so like fridge pad away company ne branding ki hui is that a better shopkeeper versus a shopkeeper because uske area mein sirf wo shopkeeper hai uski dukan choti hai but then everybody is bound to buy from rolling pe chal raha hai bichara rolling pe wohi chal raha hai so to figure out your how you build trust in that system is where we excel so that's mm-hmm. why we build we harping on so hard on the ecosystem approach where we look at okay who owns that particular supply chain how do i get data from different sources mm-hmm. and add value to it so it, be it we are working with different startups who are within the retail space brilliant we get data from them then i have my own app which the customer applies from i get data from them as well in over time then using both these data sources i can build a better picture of how to lend to them so even though retail is one of our it is our primary focus right now it is one of the it's one of the more uh that's the first part we started off with it's one mm-hmm. of the more mature ones mm-hmm. but even that you're trying to always optimize for more data you're trying to figure out how do i get this how do i build balance sheets for every p- typical customer set mm-hmm. so that it's not just me lending to them eventually my job is to graduate them by giving them a credit score by reporting their loans to the credit bureau so eventually they become bankable by the larger banks some of our borrowers have using our credit gotten car loans now gotten housing finance loans now that's the impact that we would want to see because my job is to be that catalyst as you so rightly pointed out it's just seeding credit and explaining to my unbanked borrowers that this is by using us you were able to be better off okay if you were only to grow this you would have more services now you could choose whichever services you want in some cases moavin will be that source of comfort for you we will provide that we will build all those parts that you need but as you scale there will be some services that we won't provide i don't want to finance let's say wants or desires yeah. i want to find finance what we call productive file banking where you're we're helping you grow whatever business you may be in but you want to let's say get a phone get a trip brilliant those are personal finance loans which you can get from banks now yeah. because i have built your credit score because i did the job of reporting every loan that you did teaching you how to use credit which is the biggest role responsibility that we have right and taking you on that journey with us so eventually you mature you become better i and you should not have four credit cards in our in our pockets but we do 
Yeah. These banks have at this point built to trust us. Yeah. So is that how do I add those unbanked masses to that same trust level? Yeah. So that's our journey. That's our larger mission. Okay. Of how to achieve it. And so, okay, thank you for being quite um, articulate also about how this this activity from Moavin or with Moavin actually ends up just the use of data is also benefiting mm-hmm. them. Um, but what about the education piece for these borrowers or for these customers? How are you working on that? Because you mentioned trust quite a few times and I can understand that, you know, you're including them financially, but then you also have to build in the financial literacy as well for this too. Mm-hmm. Loans will help in for the intention of working capital but it's also a slippery slope where it could be, you know, abused for the lack of a better word or where it could kind of shoot them in the foot, which is why sometimes there's this lack of trust with banks, mm-hmm. right? Especially when working capital finance comes in or when some kind of debt financing comes in for businesses that do feel like, okay, let's go to the bank, put down some collateral. I'm not even sure if that still happens, but yeah, put down some collateral. But then for these guys, you know, very limited resources already. They're still trying to understand, like you coming in, you're giving them a means to an end to grow their own net worth or their own, you know, build up a better financial future for themselves. But it could also be, you know, easily abused by just because of the lack of understanding. How does that come in? So I'll answer your question back to front. First and foremost, there is no collateral. These guys do not have anything that is bankable collateral, which they can show. Yeah. Which is why they don't even go to the bank in the first place, right? There is no, what what possibly could you give? Yeah. Everything that you have is rented. Yeah. You are living, you are churning money into your business. Yeah. You do understand how to make more money. Yeah. But how to grow it or how to actually get access to that capital is beyond you. Mm -hmm. Right now in Pakistan, if you want to start a business, you will do what in startup worlds you would call a friends and family round. Literally go and ask people, Give me fifty thousand. Give me hundred thousand. You will collect that money. You will crowd crowdfund those sources. Yeah. Open up whatever shop, ride hailing, agri farm, small factory, small e-commerce business, whatever you would want. Yeah. And you'll kick that off. Over time, you'll try to grow. You'll try to grow, and inshallah, you would you would grow. Mm-hmm. You would convert that into a actual functioning business. Yeah. But from that one business, how do you convert yourself into a bankable customer? You would actually have as you said, collateral or balance sheets or mm-hmm. actually understand how accounting works because as a bank, I can't talk to you if you aren't talking to me in the world of accounting because yeah. that's how we would, that's the language of finance. Yeah. So you would need to use that. You, you don't know any of these sort of, uh, type of details. So that's where we launched something called Moavin Academy. So there's two aspects or two directions that we would take here. One is, designed for the customer you have, not for the customer you would want. Mm-hmm. So our app is primarily in Urdu. We designed it from the ground up with large iconography, completely Urdu design, because we know I don't want you to understand or try to learn so many different features at the same time. Yeah. I'm trying to teach you how to use credit, how to make your bottom line better, mm-hmm. how this is something new. I'm not here to take a pound of flesh. I'm actually helping you. So yeah. it's a win-win scenario. Yeah. I'm trying to teach you this while using a new and foreign app, which you've never used before. Yeah. So that's not what, what was going to work. So first thing was build for who you have. Yeah. So that was the first uh, education component in terms of making just a no-brainer in terms of usage. Mm-hmm. Nothing there. Then we wanted to start something called Moavin Academy. Mm. It was a, about short form content, which we will kick off over the next one, uh, few months, where we did a lot of research, whatever verticals you would have, go talk to people, figure out what their main problems are, and then show them in very small snippets of information, which grabs in from your attention, doesn't again require you to spend too much time. There's not mm-hmm. a course that I'm trying to teach you, and then take you through that journey of understanding what these terms even mean. Mm-hmm. So when I say credit, what does that mean? When you say committee, committee is a form of credit. Yeah. People do not tend to understand that. But it's savings, right? But it's savings. It's credit. Exactly. And people tend to forget that because inflation So it's these small tweaks in our understanding of what money really means. And it is not complicated. It is just, we just were never really brought up in this in this financialized world. 
yeah. which we now do exist in. And it's just slowly and surely taking people through that journey. If we want our pay customers to pay us digitally, we're working with all major digital payment methods. Brilliant. How do I incentivize that? Should I have maybe a widget in my app which shows the customer, okay, this is your profile completion level. Brilliant. If you start paying me digitally, these are XYZ benefits that you could get. You will say more on, you either get a higher limit or a lower fee or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then through that, you don't really need to worry about cash handling. So if you are paying me, brilliant, that's I reward you for it. And eventually think of you paying your supplier digitally because now you're living in Karachi, crime is already something you're worried about. Why do you have cash on hand? Mm -hmm. How do I explain to you that holding cash is an expense? That's why Visa MasterCard even did the growth that they did globally because cash handling has implicit and explicit costs. Again, how do you put these into numbers? It's very difficult. Yeah. So to monetize that, to actually explain that, that's what the financial system did a horrible job there. Yeah. And it's up to us to really pick up that slack. So. And see, I also feel like it's not just a matter of you taking that step is great on you, but I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there has to be more players also, not just like yourselves, but also, you know, have that have nothing to do with the buying and lending and borrowing space, but also create that financial literacy and awareness too. Because mm. it's a matter of education. We're trying to change behaviors altogether, but we're not going to the root cause of it right 100%. now. Oftentimes behavior changes, I feel like at times is this jumping uh, jumping the, the initial important steps and mm. going straight to like, okay, now let's stop using easy pesa and use this. So let's stop using... Um, the dukandar and use food panda rather than going a step further back and tracking where did it all start from. Huh. And so our problem is either we think in binaries yeah. or we think in one winner will take all. Yeah. It's, it's never been done. Our market is a too big for any one player to even serve a fraction of it. So it goes back to our understanding which sadly we did see for a long time is that we were building many, 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 many dairy in Kimazidan. Some of them were very successful, some of them weren't. But there was an unwillingness to work together, to come to a single point and understand, as you said, what are the root causes of whatever whatever ails us. Yeah. Be it financial education, be it actual school education, be it whatever you may think of. Mm -hmm. We as a unit, in terms of the startup world that is taken root, we are doing a lot of good work. There are brilliant minds in this area. There's a lot of good that we could just do by building that ecosystem of shared knowledge that we do disseminate. And there are ways to do it. There's ways to maybe do it without having a commercial uh, relationship. We actually diversify the cost amongst many, many, many different startups. The fintechs could come together and start pitching a lot of education-based content around finance. Same could be done through your B2B startups, your delivery startups, through whatever. But the goal should be that behavior change that we would like, we would like to have the ideal customer. We would have to create it eventually. And there are many steps along that journey. Yeah. So we, by working together, have a lot more to gain here, mm -hmm. which is we are trying to live that ethos. We try to actually show ourselves as one of the more friendliest startups to work with. We know exactly what we do and yeah. I know where my boundaries are and we would not want to step out of that. So as a founding team, as a company culture, we know exactly what Moabin does. So we are very open to whatever, whichever, be it partnerships, be it whatever, because again, we don't want people to feel threatened. We want them to come in, work with us, we'll share data, we'll share whatever, and we'll build use cases and services together. Mm -hmm. Because only in that do we achieve the blitz scale that we need for Pakistan to fundamentally change. Interesting. So define the blitz scale for you guys. So the blitz scale for us would be, and I'm. Uh, let me elaborate a little bit. So please also yeah. <laughs> sit. Um, is because I I appreciate your your stance on also is that we have to work together. We can't single handedly take on this whole problem. The problem you've also fragmented which part of the major problem you want to solve. Mm. That's great to hear. I can see the focus also. Oftentimes we see. And I'm sure you've also seen this as well from many founders and from many startups nowadays is that the ecosystem is abundant and infinite, 
you are also putting an end and a, a start and an end to where the ecosystem is going to lie for you guys. Mm-hmm. And that's great because that's you're you're being realistic about it. You're not saying that I'm going to start BNPL and then I'm going to open a Walmart type retail bhi khol dunga iske saath saath. that's not what mm-hmm. you're you're not going into a whole new vertical you're not changing your entire business model altogether but coming back to the actual question is what for you what are you defining as the peak scale or the ideal goal for the the destination that you're working towards right now so for us we would feel that our vision or let's say our mission is we're moving towards it when i have a entire suite of services that anybody that any business owner be it a sole proprietor be it a partnership be it a small factory unit be whatever how whichever way shape or form you may be structured mm-hmm. you can understand or you know that moavin has some service tailored to your particular needs you'd be working in let's say fruit and beverage fruit, fruit production you're farming let's say citrus i should have a service for you or you could be building let's say a new supply chain for fmcg goods brilliant i should have something for you but the biggest thing that i should for us would be when a customer comes to me and i can know exactly what you need in terms of be it loan amount be it price be it what sort of product you should get that for us would be when we've scaled so we've acquired enough data that i am not that at that point i'm not hampered in how i analyze my customers that still is being done because we are documenting the market as we go along mm-hmm. so when we say we know exactly what we want we know who our ideal target market is it's the ms and me segments micro small and medium enterprises which again huge huge yeah to jab wo cheez khatam hi nahi hone ki wali to phir why would i want to add ki main wo bhi kar lunga wo bhi kar lunga wo bhi kar lunga nahi aap mere sath wo kare i will give to you you give to me brilliant our end user will have more because of this mm-hmm. that we think is a better usage of funds that we are raising as a ecosystem we are raising brilliant sums of money it is high time that has happened it is brilliant that people are now trusting pakistan as that melting point of ideas and it is a market that nobody can ignore that is a fact you just cannot ignore in terms of our raw potential and numbers mm-hmm. but having said that that also implies that the market is too big for one party to service right there's a reason why we have so many different banks offering nearly the same products but for them we tend not to ask sir aapki usp kya aap differentiate kaise kar rahe hain every current account is a current account is a current account but jab startups se baat aati hai to nahi sir aapki differentiation unse kyun hai maybe it's you don't need differentiation maybe you just need to go after the same market understand ke kuch cheez mein aap behtar honge kuch cheez mein aap behtar honge brilliant but market as a whole wins yeah so having said that some startups will fail that's the name of the game yeah. brilliant but as long as you are able to create some sort of customer behavior change which the next variant of startup x can use all power to them then that failure actually had positive ancillary effects mm-hmm. and we should really hold on to that all right good answer i like it <laughs> um diplomatic but still say something yeah yeah if you can see if you if you can see how the dots actually connect then mm-hmm. you see it mm-hmm. it makes sense um i want to come to the current way of work right now for you guys i saw on the website that this is the first of its kind sharia compliant credit facility mm. did i get that right yes how is the sharia compliant explain that to me because that caught my eye i was like so we call it sharia friendly yeah so what we like to do is because as you said these services are so new yeah we did not think ki yaar bas paisa phekna was the right solution so i never wanted to do just cash lending because again its impact or service to you was more vague yeah you don't know ke maine paise aapko let's say if i give you 50000 rupees ask mm-hmm. you to pay me back in one month mm-hmm. you will have to think of ke maine aap apne 50000 se kiya kya yeah kitni value aayi mujhe hmm. that question mark as a young startup i don't want to get into i don't want you have to think about the value i added mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So the way we tweaked it was fine. I'll give you inventory. I'll help you do what you are trying to do anywhere. So mm-hmm. if you're running a business, that means give you more of what you need to run that business, whatever business it is. So that's the first asset-backed philosophy that we have. So that's step number. Uh, that's step number one. Mm-hmm. Step number two was why we took this slant to us was that again you want more people talking to you than less. Yeah. And we never mm-hmm. wanted people to have random barriers. For XYZ personal reasons. So if our services solve your problem, brilliant. Now we can take more people together than less. That's essentially it. So there's no, that's the main rationale why we wanted this. Because there's a market. Everyone has to Reduce the barrier of entry. To, huh? Nobody should feel left out. Brilliant. Hmm. That's the best way to do it. Okay. So there's really no major uh, deep thought required for it. Just more people, the merrier. Okay. That's it. But like, how does it work though? Because I understand that it's, it's asset backed and it's more about like you guys actually, whatever, <coughs> if if we talk about for the Karyana Dugan, you buy the material for them and foot the bill and then there's a late fee if yeah, they yeah. miss the payment, all of that. But like, how is it in the back end for you guys and... How is it different as compared to what the conventional route of so lending conventional would, be like? would have been? I give you cash, you go buy it yourself. Yeah. In the in this format, I would have to do the purchasing for you, mm-hmm. which means that I would then need to have a network of places that I can even buy it from. Mm-hmm. So it does place a bigger operational headache on my hand. Yeah. Because then you could ask me for whatever, and it's my job to ensure that I can provide you with that. Yeah. So be it let's in few in the right dealing sector wo kaam must solve hoga because fuel chahiye na yeah fuel shell se chahiye brilliant shell se la ke de diya aapko humne fuel chahiye tha so if the, even for that sorry i'm cutting you off but even over there it's like you have like partnered petrol pumps and stations that will so that's where shell as a partner did brilliantly with us and we are very proud to have them okay where we work with their their their, their head office team to actually enable any shell petrol pump in pakistan so when you want wow. our credit can use whatever just go to a use. shell yeah. just as long as it's shell it'll work okay. that works perfectly that's again goes back to the power of that partnership and ecosystem approach that we were harping yeah. about is that brilliant shell what the shell get out of it shell gets user shell gets people that they would want they want footfall they want to upsell their own services brilliant shell got that from us what did we want we wanted ability to convince customers to use us because mm-hmm. we were solving the main problem brilliant so we are creating, we are in the middle. Mm-hmm. One point is the ride hailing partner and then the ride hailing company itself. Mm-hmm. And then right side, Pashala. Mm-hmm. So it made the perfect joint ecosystem for all four entities. Moab and Sanding in the middle. But what about when it comes to, and coming back to recovery as well, operational headache, wouldn't that be more in terms of uh, fuel financing? Because so, we often hear, mm-hmm. right, that like the, the gentleman or lady coming to pick us up in the car is not the person that was in the picture on the app. So, so that's where we, that's why we were so hell bent on actually having the partner brand on board with us as well, mm-hmm. because then we do have a lot of verification processes with them mm-hmm. because it's not just giving the driver himself services. That's fine. I could do that without talking to anybody. I just needed shell for that. But by having the actual platform owner with me, I am showing them, give me data. Mm-hmm. I will help you get your KPIs better because them rejecting rights hurts that company's brand more yeah. than the driver itself. Uh-huh. They're the ones who will get yelled at by you because yeah, the car isn't different. So they make some processes mm-hmm. to fix that. So that's where we come in. Mm-hmm. So you can't solve this problem for them because you can't offer financing. Brilliant. Provide and give me some help yeah. so I can solve that for you. There is always going to be give and take. That's why the B2B BNPL part is always there. So there's us, there's an end user, mm-hmm. but then there's somebody in the middle providing that validation for that user because there's no way for us to build trust within in that system if there is there is no intermediary node mm-hmm. that could add value. If I wanted to do school financing, be it for school fee financing, 
I would then, of course, have to then talk to the school itself. I would never offer finance indirectly to the parents because, again, how do I know? Yeah. What should what should that product look like? That would be the case where you would then have to say, "Chup, mujhe bank statements hai Bank statements hai nahi. Kya karo? Yeah. So you're trying to build for the cards you're dealt with. The cards you're dealt with here is, loan ko masle hai, credit chahiye. Then koi tarika nahi scalable. So then build those processes here. All those services are available. It's right. just showing that win-win for everybody. Hmm. Because for the platform partner to give me data, he must, he or she must see some KPI improvements because only why would they otherwise share data if they don't see anything. The driver himself or the end user was a value enhancement, be it a farmer, be it rider and captain, be it a retailer, whoever, brilliant. Uske data ki se mujhe bila, mera kaam ho gaya jo apne ka, my risk gets reduced. Right. It makes it easier for me to then recover. It makes it easier for me to figure out should I give credit to you or to driver X or Y right. or to farmer X or Y. Because at the end of the day, that's the game that we're in. And we would want then to highlight you the fact that you get driver Y doesn't get You two are already connected through your informal networks. Then the question becomes, why? Why did you not get it? And that's where you would then try to either improve your credentials, figure out what was the main difference, why Moavin rejected you, hmm. why anybody rejected you, and fix that. Because well, fixing me to do Yeah. Not everybody will be credit worthy at the as the as the null hypothesis. Hmm. Over time, once their criteria changes, then they should understand, yes, now we can. And that's where your education element, that's where the network element of people talking to each other, that's where the blitz scaling part really comes in right. where you build that ecosystem Moavin as a brand has been embedded be it directly as a brand or through our partners where our brand really isn't at top of mind for customer they're just using us for the back end ecosystem for credit for whatever and there's no barrier for a customer to find credit if it's for productive means that's essentially it that would be when we would say mission part we accomplished. We now have to focus on some other things, be it mm. some other vertical, some other right. uh, open up our box maybe. That, at that point, we could then look at those things. Okay. What is the best performing um, product that you guys have so far? Let me actually be a little more specific. <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> but what do you feel like is actually has had the fastest success rate? Because I'm sure adoption for all of them so is also Agri different. So Agri worked brilliantly. And it's the newest thing that we tried. Okay. And it worked brilliantly. And credit to our partners, credit to our team members. It worked brilliantly. Okay. Having said that, um, you we have stories of our ride-hailing captains who come to, a, who literally called our call center and said, we just got our own car. Thank you because of you gave us credit for the last eight, nine months. We now have our own car. We're driving for ourselves. Very that, nice. Uh, feel good story. Hmm. That's essentially where we know that again, impact hai. Yeah. There was that need, there was a problem, we solved it, and he has now improved whatever KPS internally the guy might have set for himself. Right. Brilliant. So all verticals have had their problems, their challenges. Yeah. It is pretty difficult to figure out what was what has on the face of it worked better. But all three, vert, all four verticals at this point have very clear pathways of impact. And mm. that's what we are chasing. Okay. Numbers will come, yeah. performance will come, data will come. People are at this point, thankfully, since we've been in the market, it's been less of a push of now we us trying to explain to people, okay, this will help you. Then people now coming back to us directly and saying, okay, how do we work together? So that's a brilliant change. Mm -hmm. That's shows that That's what the you message yeah. is now getting yeah. embedded. So over time, that difficulty level will drop. Right. And then we've been very careful as a startup founding team, never wanting to just have this idea that right. so we've been very slow there. We've been very slow in how we marketed ourselves, how we've approached any problem. Good numbers are numbers that are scalable, are, are safe, and the unit economics make sense. Right. That was our philosophy. Right. So we took our growth very steadily. Right. And again, that's differentiated ourselves from others in the market, but that has made us 
better as a team mm-hmm. in terms of yeah paise na ho ya ho you're trying to figure out the problem and solve it from there right so tell me a little bit about like if you're comfortable you don't have mm-hmm. to but but some of the key challenges that you guys faced especially because now it seems like you've been calculated you've stayed hush hush mm-hmm. or maybe i'm wrong with that but that was my impression um but quietly navigating and figuring out how to have a how to do a better job at what you're setting out to do rather than mm-hmm. just creating a big hoo ha and then seeing mm-hmm. how the how the waves move what were some challenges that you saw along this way or something that really helped you get a better understanding of uh the product and of passing it on to the end user so we definitely took a slightly more quieter approach mm mm-hmm. because again as a licensed entity the founding team myself and my co-founders really felt that we had a responsibility to take it slightly more responsibly because again it means the regulator has given us a certain amount of trust in us they've seen that yes you are worthy of having mm. a slightly larger impact on the market in terms of people's money is now at stake right so we should be slightly more careful so that meant that the as you said the who have wasn't really what we wanted to do it was it would have detracted from our mission of actually kuch ho raha and dusra masla ye tha ki banking ke andar aapke safed bal dikhe jate hain kitne aap kitne experience leke aa rahe kitne saal ke aap saath saath chal rahe hain aapke safed bal kitne hain yeah none of us so that was always what we were very careful of care there's that null hypothesis ke age will explain will solve all problems what we've seen nahi hua abhi tak right. the, we had to do it ourselves even though um as a co-founding team there's amar who's at the at the is older then there's myself then there's moid some we all three of different age groups depending which, on course, which state banker you guys meet you, you which, you which just... who we need to look, talk to okay then that's who we go after that... talking to startups that's moid we're talking to a vc or banker guy then that's amar so yeah we really sorted that out but yes we did take a more controlled and nuanced approach to growth and even presenting ourselves so for the first year we did not market hmm. we weren't actively running ads we weren't actively running a marketing campaign still yeah. getting that same growth because the goal was the b2b part then you need businesses needed to know you you yeah. need to know the c suite guys you need to know the guys who are actually right. running the job why does why do i need to market if you if the mass market was never really able to get my product anywhere right so if i'm going step by step supply chain by supply chain niche by niche then people within that certain area need to know us right. so it was just a factor of trying to live within our means and trying to hit the brief on whatever service we were trying to launch as well the problems there was because the market was you're driven by or people even be be it hiring be it even your people that you want to work with there's a tendency are chal kya raha market mein khabrein kin ki aa rahi kin ki nahi aa rahi if aapki khabrein nahi aa rahi then the tendency to think is yaar either you're doing a bad job right or you're just too early to the game maybe you haven't hit your kpis as you should have so to get people to understand that nahi this is a conscious decision on our part we're just trying to take chart a different approach took time for them to understand right so again it's paid its dividends now but at that time that was the biggest problem okay because you need to have top tier talent as well top tier right. talent ko bhi yahi dar hoga ki if you're joining a startup which is setting up uh it's not just the funding is then can they tell people around them in the ecosystem use that as a bargaining chip or a symbol of i've hit it i've really i've gotten to a place where maza bhi aa raha kaam karne ka kuch naya kaam bhi ho raha but i'm working here you're not so then they start yeah. uh, sign that i'm slightly better than you are wo again uske liye fir aapko you need that brand name you need that marketing as well right so thankfully the team that we've been able to have has been stellar all of them are uh, have been with us since day one we've been able to grow them uh, over time but that was one of the bigger headaches of mm. t- taking the silent approach definitely has its uh, cons as well mm. but it is the road we charted for ourselves okay and it's it's good to see that you stuck by it and now you're mm. seeing i'm sure this is exactly where you wanted to end up mm. right 
And even if it wasn't, now that you're here, you're like, ah, this is all part of the plan. It is. The plan has worked out perfectly. Yeah. All the chess moves were perfectly aligned. Yeah, but yeah. No, it was, Allah ka shukar, it has worked out the way we, we were hoping for. Okay. So we've been able to get, we've always get, been able to get the money that we needed. Mm-hmm. It's been, we've been able to set up the ecosystem the way we wanted to. And now we are in a position to talk to people from a position of strength where we know we've proven at least our hypothesis. Right. We aren't a presentation company. We are not a company built on the market will look like this in five years. So trust that I will be there in five years. No, no. The market is this today. We've shown that we can impact it today. Help us build the market that you would want in five years from now. So that's where we're at. We're, we're Interesting. focused on the now, who we are currently talking to, and then taking it from where we would want them to be. Interesting. Okay. Mm. So when um when our mutual friend connected us, mm. uh, and I heard buy now, pay later, instantly my mind went to Klarna, and it went to Afterpay, and B2C products, uh, I correct me if I'm wrong, purely mm. B2C. Um, and in the past six, seven months, there's been a lot of talk about these two uh, entities as well. And I now I'm probably picking into your academic side and professor hat uh what are, what what do you see in the in the buy now pay later space globally and in pakistan also specifically as what i what i'm trying to get at what lessons do you feel like we need to learn from what's happening in the world down rounds are happening valuations have dropped um they've been wiped out entirely and also now since that now since we are building up this type of facility and mm-hmm. facility to thi bas hum log usko thoda sa structure deke usko bana rahe um what do we need to learn from the outside world when it comes to making a better infrastructure for this space and to have a successful product and a profitable business as well at the end of the day? So the interesting thing here is Pakistan has always had buy now pay later. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Was it a danger but was very... Solid in terms of repayments then. Then people would come. Yes, recovery happened. So you could get bikes on financing. You get yeah. your... People would get finance. It was tire financing. Lahore yeah. 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 Fine. That's buy now, pay later. That's exactly where... Yeah. The formal market, the developed world came to just reword it. But I say that fintech ideas are just retweaking or reconfiguring them to work for the market that we have today. Yeah. All of these services have existed for ages. Nothing new about it. Yeah. Uh, Klarna, Afterpay, Apple now does their own BNPL, their services all around the world. Yeah. The interesting thing is for millennials will over leverage themselves, millennials and Gen Z, fine. But there is that actual criticism to have that maybe it made people more willing to spend money that they might not have had. Mm-hmm. But in those same markets, credit was already available. Yeah. So the availability of credit wasn't the problem. It was the fact that we just made it more easy to get. Right? Regulated. Try to make it the market that you would want to have. Yeah. So Klarna having down rounds or just again, focusing more on customer growth and just experience. The problem with them primarily was they weren't able to show how they take this from just a consumer acquisition channel mm-hmm. to an actual financial institution, which they are now pivoting towards. Yeah. They're looking at Klarna as becoming that financial juggernaut that it actually is. Yeah. There have been very few banks that could get the same level of customer loyalty and actual fervor around them like Klarna did or Revolut in the UK did. You have never had banks just have waiting lines. People were waiting to sign up for Revolut. That's never happened. Because they tailored their product to a very specific use case, a very specific service. Yeah. All power to them. Pakistan we have a very unstructured market. Yeah. We do not again understand credit availability. Our credit cards are a few lakh cards. Unique credit cards are for a popular, by score ki waham gandhan maare paas lakh credit cards hain. Aur yeah. usse zada, significantly zada debit cards. But again, in a few hundred thousands. Yeah. 
fit in niche and is required mm-hmm. how successful it will be in a market jahan pe data available nahi hai jahan ke logon ko default karne ke bhi khatre explain nahi kiya hai they don't understand that if you default what what doors will that close mm-hmm. and over time how do you then fix it that is not clear because again goes back to what we talked about before financial education to any yeah people don't understand what a credit score is people don't understand that over time if they were able to just pay back that say their iphone 14 max ka purchase yeah. maybe the bank now trust them to give them let's say a credit card later down the road and baad mein bhi gaadi finance hoti because again the world that you compare yourselves to mm-hmm. be it canada us or your family living abroad every single asset they have by by and large is financed yeah your house is mortgaged your car is leased your phone is on installments everything is financed mm-hmm. we just do not have those same facilities or services why do they get it why do we not get it yeah we aren't worse off than they are we hum koi they aren't better off than we are cheez wohi hai it's just understanding isko lekar kaise aana regulation ki bahut zarurat hogi the yeah. regulators will need to step in we will need more startups to do it yeah. thankfully we have four or five startups trying it it's not easy to do at all which is why we directly never went to the b2c route even though yeah. we could have but ecosystem ho here so as i said we have we are working with a few b2c bnpl companies to build the consumer financing layer we will work with their the brands that they are selling at the back end to help them get finance so that they can sell more yeah. but end me अगेन सप्लाई चेंज वही आ गई किसी ने कपड़े लेने हैं किसी ने वो कपड़े बनाने हैं उसको भी क्रेडिट चाहिए कि कपड़े ज़्यादा बेच सके उस कंज्यूमर ने कपड़े खरीदने हैं उसको क्रेडिट चाहिए ताकि वो एंड में वो जोड़ा खरीद सके इट्स दैट सेम क्रेडिट जस्ट बींग एडिड विद इन दैट सिस्टम कंजम्पन विल राइज ब्रिलियंट कंजम्पन राइज दैट क्रिएट्स जॉब्स दैट क्रिएट्स द इकॉनमी दैट वी नीड एंड ओवर टाइम योर लीवर्स ऑफ इकॉनमी विल गेट लुब्रिकेटेड इट्स जस्ट अबाउट स्लोली मूविंग दोज व्हील्स अलॉन्ग स्लाइटली मोर wordier answer because it was the yeah no but it, i get it which you say you basically that work on the regulations that exist in the outside world as a as a template and try figuring out like how we can bring that into our practices even they're figuring it out yeah be jab when the when the uk's cost of living crisis hit and yeah. they're going through the same problem that we are yeah. the war has definitely impacted them yeah and when they analyze buy now pay later ki consumption ki consumption Households were buying food on buy now pay later. Yeah. It wasn't that you are doing your phone, you are buying clothes, you are buying Xbox. It was food. daily essentials. It was daily essentials. Yeah. That just means that they were having management issues. Yeah. So that product or service was doing a good job. Yeah. So credit, ko, it goes back to the same point. You can, which is the gun evil or is the man holding the gun evil? Yeah. The, it's just a tool. How you use it. will drive whether it is a solid tool or does it actually end up hurting you right so you could over leverage fine but you could over leverage on many many things yeah you could over indulge in food and skill yourself yeah that's essentially then up to you to regulate yourself and the system to create school mm-hmm. sets for people who have education barriers who might not have learned how to use them brilliantly fine yeah but you cannot call the surface service itself mm-hmm. problematic okay okay i take your point on that 
I was ex- I wasn't expecting an answer like this. Very well done. <laughs> um you said academic hat. Oh no, yeah. And it came out. <laughs> uh I'm sorry I don't want to take up too much of your time. I have two last questions and uh this I was actually going to ask earlier on. But now with Pakistan may again another problem that we have just like how by now pay later is not new over here. It's just been it's a it's a new label or a new term especially for us i would say it's mostly for for our segment hmm. uh jahan pe the awareness is coming in but high interest rates were also always there bilkul right hum log koi america to nahi the na ke 0.1 0.2 pe chal rahe hmm. pehle se hum log 15% 20% ke kareeb the aur abhi wapas aa gaye and now um i think the lowest we've seen in the past like 20 30 years was during covid when it hit 7% right correct me we've if i'm wrong we had those rates before as well but yes it has hovered around those rates yeah so now with with interest rates going back up right and now state bank is going to revise it i think in december they said next revision will be considered in december or we just passed one and it come it'll come again yeah. monetary policy with up at that so what are we um, how how is it going to impact you guys uh with the lending itself Mm-hmm. so we have actual we are quite proud of been able to raise a lot of raise local debt as well which is of course priced at kaibor so yeah. that that's as kaibor goes up or down we definitely do get take a direct operational hit from it mm-hmm. but having said that um it has also forced us to be again more mature with how we price our products as well so our spread be it in an inflationary or rising interest rate environment has been able to maintain its overall healthy mm-hmm. margins so that's not what we are mostly worried about what we are worried about in terms of the current economic situation is there's two things that you have to price for there's a the willingness to pay and then there's the ability to pay mm-hmm. we've seen thankfully in terms of the last two years of lending that even though contrary to popular opinion ability your willingness to pay usually is quite high if your service is a net value add for the borrower mm-hmm. fazool ka koi bhi default jaan mushkil nahi karta mm-hmm. but their ability to pay is tied to your overall economic conditions in some scenarios and yeah. that means they might delay their payments they yeah. might not default but they'll definitely ask for more time and yeah. as a financial institution the more if mother the time you spend goes above what i projected for that directly hits my roi or the price, the cost of capital that i was consuming yeah so that's something that i have to be very careful for mm-hmm. so the ability to pay and figuring out how the my borrowers might get squeezed is what we are definitely trying to then capture in our data points mm-hmm. and that is again everybody right now is is asking for credit it is now it is in terms of pure numbers we could have just flooded the market at the same time that's yeah. not really the smart thing to do so we yeah. have to take a very careful approach again mm-hmm. but in terms of moavin survival the current rising interest rate environment is is we can manage but the overall inflationary environment in the economy that hits my borrowers more and that's what i'm more worried about kid will they even be able to pay us back even if they wanted to mm-hmm. will they be able to still earn enough money are they able to justify are they able to put money to whatever buckets they are be it home expenses living utilities whatever and then have what's left over to pay us and then grow their business as well that's to be seen mm-hmm. but thankfully up till now it's we haven't seen in the last since the volatility hit in the last 3 4 months we've been able to weather the storm quite well and the borrowers abhi tak have not really we haven't seen any major shifts in behavior but what's your stance on like the next few months because now i'm assume i'm correct me if i'm wrong your presence is is bigger in punjab than it is in sindh right no so kli is mostly done and okay. now we're also in tier 2 cities so it's okay punjab sindh karachi yes hyderabad opens up in another month or so okay but say from there sindh will of course grow but karachi is a fairly large market for us because i'm the, what i was trying to get at or what i what my mind is moving towards is that what is the consumer uh purchase pattern going to be like 3 months from now once we're in peak winter hmm. once we start seeing the impact of energy also being higher than what it is right now um and then also looking at is that ke agar koi 50000 ka le raha hai facility 
तो वो पचास हज़ार एज वर्किंग कैपिटल इज गोइंग टू हेल्प बैन आमदनी कितनी हो रही है दैट्स गोइंग इन टू दर अदर सो अच्छी बात है ना कि देन इवेंचुअली इन फाइनेंस हर किसी का आंसर एवरी रिस्क आंसर होता है पोर्टफोलियो डाइवर्सिफिकेशन एवरी आंसर इन में बॉल्स डाउन टू हाउ डाइवर्सिफाइड आर यू सो मेरे कम्स टू वेवर वर्टिकल वेर एन दैट्स द अप्रोच वी हैड टू दैन टेक सो वीट एन एग्री आई एम नॉट leverage too high in either a specific a or even a specific crop yeah so i'm diversified in who am i financing and what uh, so are they cash crops that are being converted into what cycle are they different season ke crops in your retail sector when winters come what products am i financing then i can push my customers in look at products that are more sellable within the winters mm-hmm. and that's of course going to happen so some products are sold more in the summers some are sold more in the winters so it's my team's job to ensure that those brands then are available to them and then the cycle continues so the requirement will remain the same you're still running those outlets so then yeah. the interesting thing here to really realize that we realized very quickly was our new to bank customers or new to credit customers might not be the most knowledgeable or tech forward customers but they're very sharp cookies yeah. they can un- they understand how to run their business to the t you give them a service they will figure out how to use it to their maximum uh benefit isme koi there is no shock there, there is, they they will figure it out so the winters mein 50000 doge summers mein 50000 doge they'll figure out where to allocate it so they get the most benefit hmm. they will not let it go to waste fuel has no seasonality yeah waise hi rahega so just sticks same thing but the areas where seasonality does affect us we built enough choices for the customers that mm-hmm. they have the ability to still utilize that same uh credit that we are offering mm-hmm. if it were just one specific product that we were offering then yes of course that would be problematic mm-hmm. so we've tried to fix for seasonality as well again through our partners through our working through it but the simple answer is diversification okay mm. say so this has been I'm sorry also forgive me if I came across as very illiterate towards the topic because this is just a perfect opportunity for me to learn and be brought up to speed what's happening in the it was, world. It was a lot of fun. Uh so I I really appreciate you being patient with me as well. Um but my last question and this is something I ask everyone mm-hmm. is um if you could go back in time and you could meet your younger self what would you say to him? It's a very deep question and very off topic. Yes. <laughs> Usually I'm not that in- introspective. Yeah. But uh probably to worry less. Yeah. Things we do tend to I particularly do tend to be quite uh anxious energy is what drives me but it things Allah ka shukr do have a way to mm-hmm. work themselves out and to see the silver lining is a skill that not a lot of us can manage. Mm-hmm. at the right time yeah. so it's easy to just get yeah wow suppose kaam kharab hone lage but take it take it one step at a time patience uh, yeah. patience and just anxiety you control kaise karna wo anxiety you control karna yeah that's what the main lesson i would give my younger self especially in the field you are in yeah and if her this concept blitz scaling hota there is no patience <laughs> <laughs> But did you did you imagine yourself doing this? Not at all. Not at all. I was I started off in banking. Yeah. I my masters was in finance. I was CFA as well. Okay. I thought my perfect career would either be academia mm-hmm. or investment banking. I was interviewing for investment banks and hedge funds before I came back. Really? I Where did you do your masters from? George Washington. US. Ah, okay. Ah. So it was. This was not in the cards at all. Yeah. Be it in terms of personality, be it in terms of uh, vision, this was purely a very happy outcome that was not planned at all. Mm-hmm. Which again goes back to the point that chill karo ho jayega kam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yes. And of all routes, you chose the startup land. Jaha pe chill aap kari nahi sakte. Jaha pe. स्ट्रेस 
I hope this was fun for you too. No, it and you're not was. just I would saying love that. To be back. It was yeah. uh, it's great that these kind of conversations are happening. Yeah. And because it, it's important for us to just again talk to each other and understand where we all are at mm-hmm. and understand that we have a tendency to compete where competition is not required and just sat baithe zara baat chit karke zara interesting kaam karte hain. Yeah, I feel like and this is something that I've, I I brought up in another a couple of episodes actually. Um where we were just talking about like how there's this this lack of collaboration even between businesses that are in the same field what of you don't expect that over there but there's a lack of collaboration with businesses that are in completely different verticals or industries altogether you know like we could be in finance together mm-hmm. we, but you you you're in buy now pay later i could be in like you know mobile like, wallets whatever whatever mm-hmm. you know like i could be in early wage access yeah. but i still won't figure out like yaar baat chalo baat to kare na let's see what can be worked out what have you learned that i could learn from what have i learned that i could share with you cuz it's a theory of scarcity that we've been taught from a very young age okay. yeah cheeze kam hai mujhe agar grow karna hai to mujhe tumhari cheeze leni hai to main shayad grow kar paunga yeah even though jitni badi hamari market hai it is we forget abundance we, exactly it's that going together truly is our own only asset at this point there's too many problems to solve mm-hmm. there's too few people to actually that can collaboratively bring those good ideas to the table mm-hmm. and frankly not everybody can execute on every idea yeah so yaar agar main bata do maybe you could use an idea that i might have had yeah. but executed 10 times better than i could have yeah because again my personality type was not a good match for that yeah fine but that at least it gets done mm-hmm. it being out in the ether is better than just dying in a very small little shallow little grave yeah so wohi baat aati hai ke again for sure collaboration collaboration needs to go up yeah. and it needs to be something that we are talking about regularly mm-hmm. and uh, egos be damned it is all about just more from war for what we are building it's more for proving to our market that yes be it the younger generation be whatever hum log we're here to stay we are here to build and hum bhagne nahi wale kisi ko zarur PR चाहिए होगा सब कुछ चाहिए होगा बट हम काम यहाँ करने आए हुए हम इस जगह को बनाने आए हुए रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी